Hey, good afternoon, everybody. This is the Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. I'm Kevin, and... I'm Aaron. And we today are going to go over Romans 6, 15 through 18. Before we get to the verse, Aaron, how are you doing today? Uh, I'm doing well, man. A pretty busy day, uh, work, uh, some girlfriend time, some chaos with my, my kid, and... Uh, just just pretty chaotic day, man. How how about you? Well, I had a great day. So we started off me and my me and my oldest nephew. We started off with doing some burpees. We did a an every minute on the minute, or for those of you who know, an EMOM with ever increasing burpees every minute. And I got the thirteen minutes, so I was able to. I got twelve out of the thirteen done on the thirteenth minute, and my nephew got eleven done. We started our day off that way. That was pretty awesome. And then we got to go to the gym and do a really cool AMRAP where we did some hand cleans, some one-arm snatches, some tire flips, and some uh, kettlebell swings. So it was really cool, man. Um, I got to see my French teacher from high school, and she seen me, and she told me that, uh, you know, it was nice. It was very good to have me back home, and that was cool. You know, that was, that was a good feeling, you know. So that was awesome. Uh yeah, I'm still, if we're being honest, I'm still struggling with the transition from going to be, being locked up to being, being free and out, having so much time on my hands, especially without having gotten a job yet. I have a job offer and I think I have another interview tomorrow for a different job, but I haven't started working. So all this free time is a little hard, but you're trying to work yeah. through it, trying to spend time with the family, let them know I love them by what I'm doing. So. Awesome. Oh, and I got my protein powder, my creatine, and my amino acids in the in the mail today. So that was really great. So okay. we're doing good, man. Yeah, we're doing good. Yeah. Be careful with the creatine, man. That stuff makes me drink water like crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I just had some my first dose today. So and I took some of it before, yeah. So I just got to get back into it. Tomorrow's leg day. My nephew is dreading it, but it'll be fun. Exciting. I like it. All right. All right, guys. So, like I said before, we're going to read out of Romans 15 through 8, or Romans 6, 15 through 18 today. Uh, Aaron, will you go ahead and pray us in? I will, man. Are you ready? Uh, yeah, that's why I asked. Well, I just got to make sure, man. <laughs> All right, bro. All right. Yep. All right. Heavenly Father, we just thank you. Uh, we thank you for this day. We thank you for just friendship, for fellowship. Well, we thank you for our freedom, Lord, even though that sometimes things can get crazy between free time and family obligations and things that you're seeing us through, you're guiding us, you're leading us, giving us strength. We just thank you for everything. I uh, just pray that as we go about today that you'll just open our hearts and minds, uh, give us the words to speak. Uh, bless our listeners as we go over this verse. We pray again for our friends incarcerated. Again, more news of people who are testing positive. Lord, just 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 help them. That's, that's all I got. <laughs> we thank you. We praise you in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 All right. As always, I'm reading out a new international version, so that'll be the text I'm reading one more time. Romans six fifteen through eighteen. What then? Shall we sin because we are not under the law, but under grace? By no means. Don't you know that when you offer yourselves to someone as obedient slaves, you are the slaves of the one you obey, 
whether you are slaves to sin, which leads to death, or to obedience, which leads to righteousness. But thanks be to God that though you used to be slaves of sin, you have come to obey from your heart the pattern of teaching that has now claimed your allegiance. You have been set free from sin and have become slaves to righteousness. Amen. Amen. Aaron, what do you think of that? I've I've always liked this chapter. I I like how Paul puts... I I like his little, uh, I I guess, rhetorical questions type thing. Um, It's really cool. I like, should we sin because we're not under law but under grace? No, of course not. Um, When I think about being a slave to sin, I think about the situations I put myself in when I was living that lifestyle, you know, going to the bars and the clubs and the putting myself in, in situations where, I, you know, I knew I was going to get in trouble. I was always around the wrong crowd. So I was presenting my body in that manner uh, versus when you present yourself to God as an instrument of righteousness and you put yourself in situations to do the right things and to be used by God. Uh, it, it's beautiful to see this play out because you, you realize that you don't have to sin. Sure, that happens. We we know that. But it becomes an issue you don't have to, and you start making right decisions. You find yourself overcoming uh, sins and hang-ups that you normally wouldn't in the past, and it becomes a beautiful thing, man. Yes, yes, that's true. You know, when I, when I first when – I, when I read through this passage – the first thing that really pops out to me is that, are you, what does he say? Don't you know that when you offer yourselves as someone as obedient slaves, you are slaves of the one you obey, whether you are slaves to sin, uh, then he says, or to obedience, right? Slaves to sin or to obedience. I think a lot of times when people push back against the Christian faith, right, they say, I don't want to have to to do all these things. I don't want somebody else telling me what to do. I think that sometimes they forget that you're sin, you're, you're a slave either way. You're a slave to sin or you're a slave to God, but either way you're a slave. So you can act like, like you have free will or not, you do have free will. I'm sorry, let me take that back. Let me back up. You can act like you don't have to obey anything, but that's not the truth. If you're living a sinful life, you have to obey that sin. You know, for me, I think about um, addicts, right? I've seen a lot of addicts in my time in prison, and they feel the need to keep going back to drugs or alcohol, and they're a, they're a slave to that sin, or even sexual desire, right? That can be a sin, and they're a slave to that sin. It's like you have to go after it. Luckily for us, like it says, we're slaves to obedience. We're slaves to God, but I don't... I. I push back every time I hear that, that, oh, I don't want to have to do this, this, and this. Because, you know, for beyond the the other argument that we can look at in other scriptures that say we don't have to do anything, and that's the beauty of Christ. But if we're just looking at this scripture, you have to be obedient to something. Wouldn't you rather be obedient to something that gives you everlasting life and shows you love at every turn? Exactly. Man, it reminds me of a – I read this book a while back on spiritual freedom. It was by a, a, a rabbi of uh, the Jewish faith. Um, uh, Harold Kushner, I believe, was his name. But there's a section in there where he talks about freedom. 
and we and we do hear a lot of people be like, hey, I don't want to be a Christian. I don't want to lose my freedom. I don't want to have to do all this and this. But he he uh, I don't remember the exact quote, but the the picture that he draws in this chapter is he's talking about athletes and uh, guitar people who play guitar, musicians and stuff, or piano. When we hear them play a beautiful piece of music, or we see an athlete, you know, performing at an elite level, we're like, man, I wish I could do that. But when you look at training, we, of course, know training. It takes a lot of hard work to do a heavy deadlift. It takes a lot of work to do a ton of burpees. And someone can look at that and, and be awestruck, like, oh, wow, you just did that. Uh, and he talks about the freedom to do that. The athlete has the freedom to do that. We have the freedom to do some of the things that we do because we put in the discipline to get there. Uh, and I love how he drew that picture of of athletes and musicians, the work that they put in to have the freedom to do that. And, and that's the Christian freedom. It's not works-based at all, but we we present ourselves to God as that obedience to righteousness. We begin to have the freedom to honor him. We have the freedom to, to just bask in his glory and his greatness, man. We, we have to just kick back and just enjoy his majesty. Nothing that we can do, but because he did it all. It would be like someone else lifting heavy deadlifts for 10 years in order to get a 1,000-pound deadlift that we could lift. Like, why we just sit around and eat Cheetos and play video games and then go lift a 1,000 pounds because someone else did all the work. That's you know, I love the... I love the... Uh, I love when we try to come up with examples of things that we can understand about the the freedom of Christ's love and grace. And it's just like... I love it because... Of, like, I understand exactly what you're saying, but it makes my heart smile to know that what you describe is only a tiny portion that of the gap that I cannot overcome, and that's such a beautiful thing. You know, uh, another thing, I love, Ro, you're right, like, when it talks about Romans, Romans breaks down the faith and how to walk out the faith so well, you know, and so that's, I love Romans. We can go just just at the beginning of 6 and talk about how we're dead to sin but alive in Christ, or you can go further back. You know, Romans Row is obviously in Romans. It's just so beautiful. Um, when we talk about what this means for us, what does it mean that we're slave to obedience and not to sin? What does that mean for our walk? Well, I would start with that one of those things that you said is we're free not to sin. And people would say, well, no, I mean, you, we want to sin, but in reality, you don't. Uh, so we're, we're free not to sin. We're, we're pressured to sin. There's a lot of pressures from the outside world that pressures us to want to sleep with women or to make fun of other people or to act big and bad and angry, right? There's a lot of pressure on the outside. But as we live our life more and more, we realize that's None of that stuff does anything for you. If you're chasing money, money doesn't do anything for you. Uh, if you're chasing women, if you're chasing drugs, all these sinful desires, they don't do anything for you. So why does somebody want to do it? Well, somebody wants to do it because the world tells them that that's what they want. So when we choose Christ, we we get the freedom to not sin. And that's a beautiful thing because we can stop caring what the world says. 
The world says you have to be a big man. Well, you know what? I cry at Hallmark movies. The world says that you have to chase women. I want to have one woman for the rest of my life. And I don't care what the world says. The world calls me, not me personally, but the world will call people idiots. The world will call Christians uh, dumb. The world will call people, uh, Christians naive. But we get to walk with Christ and not worry about the world thinks. And it's a beautiful thing. So when we look at the practical application of this, you get the freedom to not sin. You get to do what makes your heart happy more than anything else. And that's follow God and, and be obedient to him, and you don't have to worry about what other people think. Amen. That's, that's a beautiful example, man. I, I think about, you know, especially I know fitness is a big part of both of our lives. Uh, man, and honestly, I, I've got a really negative self-image. I mean, you know this. Uh, in the last couple weeks, uh, my girlfriend a lot of pictures of our workouts and uh, just random things like that. And I've been just really looking at the results, man, and seeing where I've come. And, and, and that makes me want to put in that extra effort in the workout so that I can enjoy that freedom of getting the look that I want. And, I, again, I don't want you to think that, I, that our listeners just think I'm talking about works base at all. It's not. But how the feeling you get – when you genuinely just feel that love and acceptance of God, when you when you close the day, there's a Casting Crown song, Life song, where he talks about signing his name at the end of the day, knowing that his heart was true. When you lay down and you're like, man, I did everything I could for God today, and then you start to see these blessings come in your life, things start coming together, or they start falling apart, but you still feel a peace and a comfort. Those are the freedoms that we're looking for. The, the fact that Paul could write this at a time of broken imprisonment and all kinds of crazy nonsense and still be so joyful. that That's that beautiful freedom that, that we're desiring. So its I know that for, for some listeners it might be confusing because we're talking about being slaves but being free. Yeah. And the thing is, the thing is that uh, while while we are slaves to Christ, that being that slave to Christ gives us freedom from the bad things. And that's what we're really looking for, right? Is that all these things will lead to hurt. You know, God God doesn't, God asks us to be obedient, not because he wants to prove how mighty he is or how powerful he is, but because he loves us. So when we're obedient to him and we're free from sin, it's because in the end, it'll lead to a better, more fulfilled life. And if you don't believe me, look at Paul's situation. You're, actually, you're absolutely right, Aaron. He was in a prison when he wrote this, yet he was joyful and happy. Now, most of us have a hard time being joyful and happy in our everyday lives, right? But yeah. Paul in prison was joyful and happy. So, you're right. Uh, while we While we are slaves to obedience so that we can walk with Christ better. We are free from the sin, and that's an amazing thing, man. I'd also like to, one final little point out from from my angle is encouraging our listeners to uh, pick up a concordance or, or Google or whatever you want, a uh, Bible dictionary or something, and just kind of look at, at slaves in biblical times, because I think our modern society has a different idea of what that was. Uh, slaves were actually, in the Jewish tradition especially, treated really decent. And it wasn't, I mean, sure, it sucked to be a slave. But at this time, 
there were people who were willingly they were bond servants. They that's another term Paul uses later on, but being a slave was better than than dying on the the side of the road from hunger and and heat and beatings. You know, you would rather sell yourself into slavery because then at least you have a meal and you have so. I think we get a little negative idea on on slavery versus the way Paul's using it here. Let me um, let me read something real quick. So yeah. in Ephesians six, I'm not going to read a verse, but in Ephesians six, my study Bible has a uh, a little cutout, and it says why there wasn't a massive slave revolt in the first century. There is no mm-hmm. a- evidence in ancient literature of a slave rebellion with the uh, the abolition of slavery as its goal. Why? Not only was Roman era slavery a non-racial institution, there were slaves of all races, but most slaves could reasonably expect emancipation by the time they reached 30 years of age. Nor was the work of a slave limited to hard, hard labor. Slaves worked in a variety of different occupations, including household management, teaching, business, and industry, and many even owned property. Because of the poverty of many free laborers, the economic and living conditions of slaves were often far better. This led many free laborers to sell themselves into slavery as a means of economic advancement. This is not to deny that slavery was essentially an ungodly structure that deprived the person of freedom and dignity. It is simply to affirm that Roman era slavery did not share all of the same features of New World slavery that would ignite a rebellion. So that's just to hit home on, on Aaron's point. Yeah. Awesome, man. Yeah. All right. So good discussion on slavery and slaves to obedience versus sin and freedom from sin. What do you think, Aaron? I, I think it was great, man. I, I I think we hit the points we wanted to hit. Uh, we got some confirmation from some texts. Man, I, I feel pretty confident in man. I've had some good, uh, good feedback on some people that have listened. Uh, thank them for listening. I uh, hope they continue to listen. They really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I'd like to start seeing some comments. I'd like to start hearing some feedback. Maybe I was going to talk to you about maybe asking the listeners, is there something that they want to, is there questions they have? I, I'm, I'm sure we would be open for questions. We could take yeah. a day of the week and just answer some questions. And we got a, we got a Twitter handle, guys, up, uh, a Twitter handle up, guys. So if you look us up on, as Average Shows Bible Study on Twitter, we'll be able to get that, uh, you can contact us there as well and a Facebook page now. So you should be good to go. Um, all right, I'm going to pray us out, and then we'll be good to go. Awesome. Uh, our Heavenly Father, we thank you for this time to come before you. Uh, I know for me this is one of the most peaceful times of my day, just being able to get in the Word with a good friend and get to know you better, God. God, as we, we do this podcast, we ask that you put your hand of protection over it and that you guide it. You push us wherever you want us to go, God. We do this as a way to serve you, and we hope that we're doing a good job. God, thank you for all the blessings you've given us, and thank you for all the hardships before the blessings that taught us. We appreciate everything that you've done in our lives because we know that everything is done for the good of those who are called according to your purpose. God, we ask for protection and love for our brothers in Corsarabia who are dealing with the COVID-19 crisis. We ask for protection and love for everybody who is dealing with it. God, just continue to be in our lives and allow us to walk with you the best we can. We ask these things in Jesus' name. Amen. All right, guys, Average Joe's Bible Study Podcast. Uh, Give it a listen. Let us know what you think, and uh, contact us on Twitter or Facebook.